Come on, why don't you lift your hands to him? Lift your voice to him. Do you believe that? I believe that. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. He's never going to fail us. We will time and time again. We'll fall short. We'll fail him. But he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He'll never leave his seat begging for bread. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift your voice to him all across this building. Come on, lavish out love on the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He does not have to have it, for he has tens of thousands of angels that were created to adore him, to love him, to worship him. But you and I, we have the opportunity to choose to love him. And oh, how sweet it is when one of his creation says, I love you, I need you, I adore you, I exalt you, Jesus. Come on, all across this building with all of your might, everything inside of you, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm thankful to be in the house of the Lord today. I truly am. Is there anybody thankful to be in the house of the Lord today? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Sister Alicia, you and your team, thank you so much. Musicians, thank you for ushering in the presence of the Lord. I'm thankful for no doubt the talent that is there, but I'm more appreciative, more appreciative for the heartbeat, the desire, the want to be close to God so God can do exactly what he does best, and that brings his anointing. And you and I know because of the word of the Lord, Brother Noe, that the anointing doesn't break the yoke. We misinterpret that. It destroys the yoke. It destroys the yoke. And so I love it when there's a group of singers and musicians that are playing not just with talent, but under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Because I know when they sing those words, they're not just lyrics. It's not just some song, but it's the anointing of the Holy Ghost that comes forth. And when we mix that with our praise and our worship unto the Lord, man, he can do great things. And I'm so thankful for that today. Praise the Lord. I am delighted, as has already been spoken by many people uh, here on our announcements for the Jordan. To all of our guests, thank you so very much for being with us today. Amen. So glad to have each of you in the house of the Lord. Amen. 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 If you would, turn in your Bibles to Acts. We're going to go to Acts today. It's been a minute since I've turned some of these scriptures over, maybe referenced them from time to time, but I felt the presence and power of God this week just continued to urge me yesterday afternoon, again fresh this morning, uh, to go the direction that I am going. And my heartbeat is that it would fall on the fallow ground of all of our hearts. Those of you that call Truth Church your home, those of you that are uh, maybe on the fringes or maybe you don't feel what I'm going to be preaching about all the time. I pray that before you leave this place, not only will you feel what I'm going to be preaching about, but you will be in action. Amen. You will be in action of what I'm going to preach about for the next little while. Acts chapter 1 is where we're going to be reading. We'll also go to 2, 10, and 19. 
Acts chapter 1, very familiar verse of Scripture. I hesitated to do it, but I, I have an app on my iPad, and it's called GoodNote. gives you the opportunity to make edits, things like that. But I just went up to the little search part of, the, of that app, and I typed in the word Holy Ghost. And when I typed in the word Holy Ghost, there sure were a whole lot of messages on the Holy Ghost. And I said, well, my goodness, this is going to be uh, old but new. Amen. We're going to they're, they're hear probably the same, some of the same things that I've preached before. But a wise man of God said one time, if the whole world hasn't heard it, preach, preach about it again. And the Bible tells us in the last days that he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. He's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And so in order to do that, I, we better keep it fresh and preach, the, preach about the Holy Ghost as many times as we possibly can. I did not at all uh, converse with Brother Jordan about what I was preaching about. But man, he sure did preach about the Holy Ghost during preliminaries. I'm thankful for that. That just lets me know that we're in line. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, it says this, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. I want you to listen very carefully to those words again. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon. After the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall. Somebody say ye shall. It's very important that everybody in this room gets a hold of that right now. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea, in the hometown and everywhere else, Judea and in Samaria and under the uttermost part of the earth. There is something that happens when you receive the Holy Ghost. And that's something that happens, as you can see on the screen here, is power comes. Power comes, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Is there anyone in the room that has the Holy Ghost today? If you don't know what that is, it was explained earlier. The Holy Ghost, the only way you know that you have the Holy Ghost, it's not how good you are, not if you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, those are... Those are things that you have to do. you got to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But that doesn't mean that you have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is when you speak in other tongues as the Spirit. It's the evidence, rather. I'm going to preach about it in a moment. It's the evidence that the Holy Ghost is living inside of you. Amen. It's not what Truth Church says or the United Pentecostal Church. It is what the Bible says. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you receive power. It comes upon you. Praise God. Everybody understand that scripture today. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You have the Holy Ghost today? If you're in the building, you don't have the Holy Ghost, you will have it. I believe it in Jesus' name before you leave this place today. It is nothing that I give. It's nothing that this church gives. It's something that is only given by God. Amen. And you can have the Holy Ghost today. But what I want to focus on for the next little while, what 
what I want to focus on for the next little while is what I hope would be an anthem. An anthem from every individual that's in this house. I'm going to just be very transparent if I can. I can remember as a kid that it didn't matter how old you were. It didn't matter who your parents were. It didn't matter. None of those elements mattered. There were young people and there were elders. Brother Ronnie McMurray, Sister Brynn, I'm so glad you're here today. But you can help me out with this because you've been there. Everybody wanted what that scripture talks about in the first four words. Yes, they wanted the Holy Ghost, but they wanted the power. And so I want to preach an anthem today. And if you're in this building and you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're going to get it today. But I want this to be an anthem. Because if this will be your anthem, if this will be your heartbeat, truth, church, I truly believe that we're going to experience things that we've never experienced. We're going to see things happen that we haven't seen happen in a long time and beyond what happened then. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's the nostalgia of looking through pictures. And Sister Gilbert, she kept the pictures, ladies and gentlemen. We came across some old pictures from 102 West Harrison Street. And Brother Frank Dory, she got you, or somebody did, of you shouting all over the place. Praise God. There were others. We put some of them in the slideshow. There were people that wanted the power and wanted the power to be demonstrated, Brother Jonathan, through their lifestyle and through their worship. So for the next little bit, I'm going to preach from this anthem. I want the power. I want the power. Truth Church, if you want the power that comes when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I want you to begin to open your spirit and your heart up and say, Lord, I want the power and everything that comes with it. Lord, I want to preach unto the Gentiles. Lord, I want to declare who you are. Lord, I want to have the power. I want to lay hands on the sick and they recover. I want what comes when I have the power of the Holy Ghost in operation in my life. Lord, I want the power in my life today. Would you lift your voice to him all across this building? Come on, Truth Church. Come on, young people that are in the house today. Elders that are in the house today. Come on you that have been a part of Truth Church for a long time. You've been apostolic for a long time. Some of you have wondered why is this person running? Why is this person shouting or walking or dancing before the Lord? It's because there's a heartbeat in them. I gotta have the power. I gotta have it in demonstration in my life on a daily basis. I don't want to just be a Christian as the world, as the denominal world says. I want to be an apostolic Holy Ghost filled power of God living in Inside of me, Christian, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word. We exalt you, we magnify you, and we lift your name upon high. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord? Praise God. You may be seated. I want the power. I want the power of the Holy Ghost living inside of me. Acts 2 and verse 38. We can all quote it most likely that are in the room or maybe you've 
You'll know it by the familiar sound of it here in just a moment. But it's something that burns inside of our spirit. Something that should be an ever-present scripture in our heart and in our life. Why? Because it is the basis of salvation. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. Be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say the gift. The gift of the Holy Ghost. That gift of the Holy Ghost. That promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I don't know about you today, but I want the Holy Ghost to dwell within us. Amen. I want it to dwell within every single person under the sound of my voice. I want you to desire and want God to be living inside of you as we heard Brother Jordan say a moment ago. I do not, I do not want him just to be someone that comes around every now and then, but I want the Holy Ghost to live inside of me because when the Holy Ghost lives inside of me, there is power, ladies and gentlemen. There is power to be at the supermarket. There's power to be at the restaurant. And when someone has a need, when someone hurts or needs a prayer, that the power of the Holy Ghost could be in operation inside of you. And you truly can do what the scripture says. You can lay hands on them and they shall recover. You can lay hands on their situation or their problem and speak the word of God. And God can do a miraculous work. It truly is that powerful. Do you believe that today? If you don't believe that today, it's my, my hope and my prayer to endeavor to try to convince you from the word of God that you can have that power today. God has not given the Holy Ghost. Somebody say the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. He's not given us the Holy Ghost for us to tell somebody, hey, I got the Holy Ghost. It's not, it's not given to us that we can be in a classroom on a Sunday school, on the Sunday school level and the teacher asks you, does anybody have the Holy Ghost today? And you proudly lift your hand and say, I have the Holy Ghost. And just a moment ago, I made those same statements from my mouth. I said, does anybody have the Holy Ghost? And immediately many of you lifted your hands and I'm thankful for that, but that is not what the Holy Ghost is for. The Holy Ghost is for you and me to have it in operation in our life. Amen. It is not to say, yeah, I'm a Christian or yeah, I've been saved by grace. No, the Holy Ghost is for you to have it in operation in you. When there is something that is going on or somebody that is hungry and thirsty for righteousness, you, Brother Jonathan, can go to them and either can agree with them or lay hands on them because you have the power of the Holy Ghost living inside of you. And when you say, receive ye the Holy Ghost, or you tell them and teach them and you explain to them about repentance, explained a moment ago it's very simple God I repent I'm sorry for living a life that was not pleasing to you whatever it was maybe I neglected you or maybe I didn't I didn't conversate with you or even have any kind of prayer with you at all I didn't even I didn't come to church I didn't live for you I didn't read your word I didn't do it. whatever it was you repent from that and you say Lord I'm so sorry and Lord forgive me of all my sins and you begin to thank him and you begin to honor him and praise his name. Yeah. 
And when you do that, he will come to where you are and fill you with his spirit. It's not going to be us writing it down on a piece of paper that says you've been saved. No, you're going to know because you know what the word of God says, that you shall receive power. And when you ask God to forgive you, he filled you with his spirit. And you knew that because there was a power that came over. Does anybody want the power of the Holy Ghost today? Why are you preaching about this, Pastor Darren? I'm preaching about this because this reason I have not seen the power at work inside a lot of us. We've claimed the power. We got the power on July the 37th and whatever, 37th, the 31st and, and on, the, on the seventh month of the week or whatever, seventh month of the year and whatever it was and we got it 10 years ago, 20 years ago or five years ago or whatever it was when you were 25, when you were 26, when you were seven years old, whatever it was, you, you received the Holy Ghost and you grabbed that Holy Ghost power and you put it right there in your pocket. And every now and then, man, Sister Alicia and her team, they'll get a good, man, it's a, it's a dusty one. And they'll dust it off and they'll begin to sing it. Woo! And you'll stomp that foot and you'll feel the Holy Ghost move. And, ooh, man, I feel it. Right? And it starts trying to get up out of that pocket. And, man, I'm excited about it. That's not what the power of the Holy Ghost is for. The power of the Holy Ghost is for you to use it. I said the power of the Holy Ghost is for you to use it, not for hoping that you can use it or not thinking it'd be real nice if I could use it, but the power is for you to use. You can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The Holy Ghost is a gift that God so graciously gives you and the power is accompanied with that. And what I want to encourage someone today is this. I want to encourage you to not only want the power, but to use the power of the Holy Ghost let the power of the Holy Ghost lead you let it guide you let it fight for you oh would you clap your hands unto the Lord one more time it is a gift that provides salvation it provides salvation it saves it gives spiritual power. I need you to listen to this. Truly, I want you to listen to this. It provides comfort. This Holy Ghost power, this power that we must have an operation inside of us, it comforts you. It teaches you. It provides salvation for you and me. It gives us spiritual power, ladies and gentlemen. I can talk about it all day, but I need some people to believe that. I need you to believe that, not because I said so, but the word of God backs it up. This Holy Ghost that you and I have, the Holy Ghost that some people in this building, you need it. You've got to have it. You can't go to heaven without it. Except a man is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And I want you to enter heaven but more than anything, I want you to have the Holy Ghost power in operation in your life on a daily basis. I want it to teach you, and as it teaches you, I want you to go teach others. And as you teach others, I want them to go teach others. As it provides comfort for you, I want you to provide comfort for others. That's what the Holy Ghost does. It's 
Somebody say, I want the power. I want to tell you something, and it's been it's just real here of late. It's just been very real here of late. Your words, though I thank you for them, they can't provide comfort for me. Your words by themselves cannot provide comfort for Bishop and my sister and grandkids. But, but when you have the Holy Ghost and God begins to move upon you and you allow the Holy Ghost to comfort you and then you and those words that God gives you they come towards me or come towards my sister or, or my brother-in-law or my wife or my children or my dad I'm going to tell you something when you begin to speak those words and you let that power be coupled with the words that God gives you then it does bring comfort because why? they are words from the Holy Ghost preach about many of them, but the greatest aspect of the Holy Ghost is it provides the power for spiritual salvation. It saves you. Everyone in this room, myself included, have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have all fallen so, so short. There's not one perfect person that sits or stands in this building right now. There is not one perfect person that even though they would try to convince you that they're really perfect, not one person in this place is perfect. But when Jesus Christ comes on the scene, Brother Jordan, when Jesus Christ comes on the scene and an individual says, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. Lord, I repent from my old ways. I'm not going to act that way, live that way, talk that way, hang around that anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. What happens is he fills you with the power of the Holy Ghost and it provides a spiritual new birth that only comes from him. Look at your neighbor and say, I gotta have the power. I gotta have the power. If we do not have the power, guess what? Then those around us are not going to have the power. I was saying to my friend just a moment ago that if we do not talk about it, if we do not tell somebody about it, if we don't let it come from our mouth, then guess what? It's gonna be lost and we're never gonna know about it. And so today what I want to do, I want to talk about the most important thing that we could ever talk about. And that is the power of Jesus Christ coming and living inside of you. It is not by might nor by your power, but it's only by his spirit that dwells inside of you. John 3, a very, very familiar verse of scripture. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man is born of water and of spirit. This is powerful stuff. Put it up there for me if you would, media team. We need to see it. And Jesus answered and said, he's, who, who is he talking to here? He's talking to Nicodemus. I may be talking to a Nicodemus in the building today. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, 
of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. I quoted it a moment ago. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. I don't know your birthday. I don't know when you were born. Unless I get a cheat sheet from Sister Ivy. She gives me a cheat sheet, and I try to do cards. And those of you that are the first part of February, forgive me. It's going to be late, but I'll have it to you this week. I love you, and happy birthday. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head when your birthday is. I don't have a clue. And though it is very important, though that day, that starting, that genesis of your life is very important, I would dare say that a more important day, the most important day that will ever be in your life is the day that you allow your spirit to be born again. And you better believe that I said it absolutely correctly. You have no control over when you're born. You and I have no control over when we're born. But we do have control over when we're born again. You know how I know that? Because the scripture says that we got to repent. The scripture says that we've got to turn away from the life that we used to live. The scripture says that, hey, repent and be baptized. I've got to make the decision to get down in that water and let someone say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now baptize you. And you and I have the opportunity to choose that day. So on this Sunday morning, I want to submit to you right now that we better everybody in this building, whether you've already been baptized or you need to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. You need to make up in your mind, I want a fresh touch or a brand new touch or an infilling of your spirit. I've got to be born again. I want the power, Jesus. Second Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Very familiar verse of, verses of Scripture. I know that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a... Stand to your feet. Just for a moment. Not the person standing right beside you. It's going to take a second, but it's all right. I want you to walk to someone. Hold on, don't go anywhere. And I want you to tell them, if you got the Holy Ghost, you got to be a new creature. Right now, go tell them. They need to hear you say this. Step out of your pew. It's going to take a minute. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, that's all right. You can have the Holy Ghost before you leave this place today. But when you leave this place and God has filled you with the Holy Ghost, you have to be a new creature. I said you got to be a new creature, ladies and gentlemen. It's all right. You can make your way back to your seat. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Somebody say new creature. You got to get this, ladies and gentlemen. You got to be a new creature. I'm going to tell you something. If hear me if you spoke in other tongues as the spirit of God gave you the utterance he filled you with his spirit 
He did. It was real. And you spoke in tongues. But you continued to walk the same way you always used to walk. Well, Pastor Darren, it really didn't happen. No, it did happen. You choose to be a new creature. Repentance is on me and you. Turning away from is on me and you. Deciding not to do that same habit that you've done 27 years is on you. Amen. You got to decide, I'm going to be a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Pastor, I don't believe that. I don't care if you believe it or not. It's the truth because God can fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. And you can decide to get in your car and drive over to the bar that you've went to for 23 years and sit down at the bar and say, pour me another. That ain't got nothing to do with the Holy Ghost and that ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. That has to do with you saying, no, I don't want it. No, I don't want to be around it. No, I don't want to act that way, talk that way, be that way. If you were not submitted to God before he filled you with the Holy Ghost, you got to choose that I'm going to be submitted to God after he gives you the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Listen to me. Let me put it this way. This good-looking little boy right here, young boy right here, young man, I'm sorry, Tate. You're still my little boy. I can wear his rear end out with a belt and tell him, you better never do that again. But he has to choose whether he's going to do it again or not. I gave him a chance at salvation, if you will. I'm trying to save you from a world of hurt and pain on your rear end. Amen? But he's got to choose. The Holy Ghost don't hurt. All right. But it's a really good example today. He's got to choose whether he says, I'm going to live a different life. I'm not going to make that decision to do that thing that wasn't right anymore. And I'm going to start following how my father just taught me to follow. You and I, when we repent and we're filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, we got to choose. That's why it's a damnable doctrine to say that you're once saved, always saved. Because what we could actually do if we wanted to, and there's people that are out there that will tell you, well, they really didn't get saved. They really didn't accept Christ as the Lord and Savior. That, that, that does not, it's not backed up in the word of God at all. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, yes, he saves you. But from that point on, I've got to choose to follow him and diligently seek him so he will reward me as I seek him and as I worship him and as I live for him. This is what we want all of a sudden. We get the Holy Ghost and it fills our life. I want the power of the Holy Ghost. And then we're saying, Lord, thank you for taking care of every issue. Now I can go do what I want to do and live how I want to live. That's not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. 
every day you got to have the attitude of what I'm preaching about right now Lord I want the power just like I got it 20 years ago just like I got it a year ago or five minutes ago I want that same power on Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and Friday and let me help you understand something you can walk in it you can have power it can be in your countenance your friends your co-workers the people you shop with the places you go eat will be able to see that count if you want the power living inside of you and in operation in your life. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. I want the power. I want the power of the Holy Ghost inside of me. So out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. Living water, what does it look like, ladies and gentlemen? When you're in the supermarket, the living water can come out and touch and minister to somebody. When you're at your family reunion, that living water can come out and touch and minister to somebody. So I want to encourage you one more time. Yes, I want the Holy Ghost, but I want the power that comes with that Holy Ghost to be operation in my life. Would you lift your voice? Would you clap your hands unto the Lord? Would you magnify the Lord with me? Let us exalt his name together. In the scripture text, we see a promise that we will receive, where we will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon us. It is a promise that we will have the power to bind and to cast out devils. Say, I want the power. Do we want the power? Do we really want the power? Because if we have the power, then we have the opportunity to bind and cast out devils. Yeah. Yeah. I want the power because I want to do that. If the Lord wills for me to have an opportunity to say in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke the adversary, the devil, that is trying to possess or overtake or hurt or bring somebody down in the name of Jesus. And when I say that, not that I get any glory, not that I get to get a flag and run around the church and say, look what I did, everybody. Woohoo, man, look at me. No, truly, from my hardest heart, I... What I want to be able to do is if I see someone that is hurting and broken and is possessed and there's something there, I want to let the book, the word of God, the book, to be an operation in my life and the power from that book to be an operation in my life. 
And I know that when I make a blanket statement, does anybody want that? Of course, we're all going to say yes. But my question, I want it to sink deep into your spirit right now. And I want you to answer it with your heart of hearts and say, yes, I do or no, I don't. I want to ask you, do you want that kind of power? Do you want to be able to see a need or an issue and say, in the name of Jesus, I bind that sickness. I bind that problem. I bind that hurt. I bind that depression. And when you say it, you don't just say it, but something comes with it from the heavens. And that person or that individual is loosed and set free. I'm not just preaching encouraging things. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the book. You and I can have that power. Say, I want the power. You have the power to bind and to cast out devils. Overcome spiritual obstacles I'm going to speak very plainly right now no doubt in my mind in a crowd this size maybe even upstairs with kids and people that are working there that there are spiritual obstacles what are you talking about Pastor Darren I'm talking about depression I'm talking about oppression I'm talking about people that struggle with suicidal thoughts and things like that I am telling you right now if you have the Holy Ghost you have power to overcome spiritual obstacles you have power to tread on that in the name of Jesus and to destroy that in the name of Jesus you don't have to have Pastor Darren if you have the Holy Ghost you can say I've got power in the name of Jesus for this depression to cease for this oppression to go away for this issues in my family to be wonderful again Pastor what is your end game today what is it that you want to see happen today? What I want to see happen today, and I mean this. I so mean this from the depths of my spirit. Every ounce of energy that I have, and it's not very much right now, but listen to me. I want everybody in this building to be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, a fresh or for the very first time before we leave this building. Why? Because I want it to be an operation. Devil, you can't live there. Devil, you can't have that person. In the name of Jesus, be removed. I want you to have authority over every spiritual obstacle. I want you to be able to go to the restaurant in a little while and witness to someone and lay hands on somebody, Brother Jonathan. And I want them to be healed in the name of Jesus because you're full of the Holy Ghost and power. Come on, would you stand to your feet and clap your hands? And say, God, fill me with your spirit. Come on, somebody repent right now. God, I'm sorry. I turn away from my life that has neglected you. John 14 and 12, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do. 
do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my fathers nevertheless I tell you the truth oh man it is expedient for you that I go away for if I go not away the comforter will not come unto you but if I depart I will send him unto you brother Jonathan come here brother Joey come here y'all come up here for me come on brother Joey go way down there right there brother Jonathan in the middle going to be Jesus, all right? He said, I got to go away. So he goes away. And they all watch him go away. He tells them, I got to do this. This is what's got to happen. I got to go away so I can come again. Yeah. Brother Jonathan, you're in the upper room. And he's waiting, ladies and gentlemen. And Jesus went away. The flesh, the body went away. And he went away so he could come again. And here's Brother Jonathan in the upper room. Waiting and seeking the face of God. And the Holy Ghost comes down upon him. The comforter comes. And it dwells right here inside of him. And then he goes. And he stands on the street corner and begins to preach what thus saith the word of the Lord. And as he begins to preach what thus saith the word of the Lord, he walks over to this man. He's got pretty sandals on and a nice little dress up. And he lays hands right there on the top of his head in the name of Jesus Christ. And he's filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking other tongues. And throughout the corridors of time, campground and a camp meeting when Brother Kilgore was preaching and he made a call for men. Thank you, men. God's called you. God has placed a call in on your life and you've ran from it, but you need to come to an altar today. You need to accept that call. So I go to an altar and I seek the face of God and having been filled with this Holy Ghost at six years of age in that same camp at a crusader camp many years ago, I accept the call just as Brother Jonathan demonstrated in the upper room to go and preach the gospel. Yes, did it take me a while to get there? Did it take me some time to make the decision to go and be able to have the kind of want and desire and accept the power that Jesus Christ had placed inside of me to preach the gospel and to say, hey, the comforter came so that I could tell you about him and he could come and enter into your life as well. Yes, it did take me a while. Finally, walking down that hallway into our old prayer room many, many years ago, I accepted the call. To say, yes, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll say whatever you want me to say. 
and Lord I want it to be in operation in my life and there's been times that I've wondered there's been times that I've looked at myself in the mirror there's times that I've been on my face and said God why hasn't it been here and I'm sure that you have done the same and so I want to submit to you on this Sunday morning why don't we start afresh right now why don't we come to an altar right now and say God I want the Holy Ghost to dwell in my life afresh I want the power so much that I want it to be an operation not tomorrow not in three or four minutes but right now I want someone to be saved and I want to pray for them not that I get any glory but that you get all the glory and honor that is due to your name I submit to you today why don't you come to an altar why don't you lift your hands why don't you ask God to forgive you find somebody to pray with you at this altar kneel down on your face and get a hunger for the power of the Holy Ghost truth church it's not for you to have in your proverbial pocket it's not for it to lay dormant for every Sunday and Wednesday in revival service but it's for you to have every single day through the mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God so that he can do his work in Jerusalem so he can do his work in cities across the nation oh I want to preach the full gospel to the whole world I want to preach the gospel to the whole world come on ma'am come on sir somebody in this room you need you need comfort let me tell you something the comfort is in the house the Holy Ghost is in the house they're gonna sing a song today it's the Holy Ghost it's the Holy Ghost that will change you it's the Holy Ghost that will transform you it's the Holy Ghost that will sustain you it's the Holy Ghost that will comfort you and nothing else will comfort you it's the Holy Ghost power that will come out of your mouth in the name of Jesus and heal the sick and raise the dead and set free the captive oh would you want the power today would you desire the power every hand lifted every heart open as they begin to sing I want somebody to lay their hands on you I want you to repent afresh I want you to tell him God I want a fresh touch of your power I need men in this altar today I need ladies in this altar today I need every young person in this altar today young people why don't you gather around each other and pray we gotta have the power don't get in a hurry don't leave yet let God do a work that only he's able to do come on that's it lift your voices to it press into this altar there's some of you been wanting to get baptized in Jesus name and you've been blaming on the courage why don't you come to the altar and let the Holy Ghost fill your life It's through the power of the Holy Ghost that you can overcome.